inspiring and equipping you to live the life you're destined to live. This is the Ascend Men Podcast. With only a few weeks to go, be sure to sign up for our annual Ascend Summit, which takes place on Saturday the 25th of February. Last year we were almost at capacity in the C3 Centre, so book your place now to make sure you don't miss out. As last year we'll have delicious food, a live and loud worship band, inspiring messages from local and visiting speakers, and some hilarious banter. Though we promise not to phone any of your wives from the stage this year. Yeah, you needed to be there to get that one. Guys, please don't leave it to the last minute. Sign up now. The link is in the show notes. Today, we have an interview that is relevant to every single one of you listeners. How would I introduce my guest? He's trained in military tactics. He has climbed on the north face of the Eiger. He's traveled to and done business in 44 countries and sometimes cycles 100 miles for fun, which is all very impressive. But what matters more is that he's a real worshiper. He loves God, he loves people, and he's always full of encouragement. Hello, Tony Smith. Yeah, hi, Ellen. Hi, nice, nice to be with you. Yeah, great to have you on our podcast this week. Um, now, we normally start off with a few quick-fire questions, but this mm. week, let's do something different. Recently, uh, our UK Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak, announced the equivalent of the New Year resolutions for his government, a.k.a. his five-point plan. What would Tony Smith's five-point plan look like for 2023? Oh, wow. What a way to start. I think, um, okay, some quick ones. Uh, you know, eat better or eat less even. Uh, move more. You know, I think exercise is really important. Um, I think connect. And I think what that means just, you know, invest in people, invest in connection. Uh, number four, be available. I think that's what, you know, what I'm really about uh, to start with. I really want to do more of that in 2023. Mm. Uh, but I think the fifth thing for me um, I, I think just relates really to uh, the whole C3 idea of scent. Scent is the word for 2023. And um, Steve Campbell uh, introduced that a couple mm, of weeks ago, right? So yeah, and he's been he talking did. about it on, on our Sunday since. So uh, yeah. yeah, very relevant. No, very so, much so. Yeah, tell me um, more. And, and look, I think the concept is about, uh, again, maybe to, to do with availability, you know, mm -hmm. and certainly that's what I've learned in my life. You know, when you make yourself available for, for things, for missions, for tasks, for um, when you make yourself available to God, he can do uh, a lot of really wonderful and sometimes quite weird sorts of things. And and I think that's why scent is, uh, is so relevant to me. You know, I just, um, like I said, in those little five things, I want to be available. You know, I just want to be available to, to people. I want to be available to the things that God might call me to. Uh, I want to be, um, yeah, I just want to be available, maybe to, maybe to be sent. Mm. Mm. But but you're a busy guy. Mm. So yeah. so tomorrow you're you're flying off to Helsinki, back mm -hmm. for you're back over there for a week, back for a few days, and then off to Singapore for a couple of weeks. I mean, you're yep. a busy guy. Your head must be full of stuff all the time. How do you make yourself available? Oh wow, it's it's a good, it's a really good question. Look, if I think if I'm really honest, I think um, and you mentioned it in the intro there. You know, um, I love God, but but I also love people. You know, and I think those are the two things uh, that Jesus, you know, in his it, when when the disciples said to him, "Hey, what is the what is the the one command? What is the one thing you'd implore us to do as the early church?" He said, "Love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and mind." 
uh, and love your neighbor as yourself. And so it is about loving God and loving people. Um, I think the thing about availability for me is I, I really try and prioritize uh, people. Sometimes uh, it's inconvenient for me. You know, I, uh, yes, I travel a lot. You've mentioned that. Um, sometimes to to exotic time zones. Um, but for example, I mentor a number of people uh, and those calls don't move when I'm away. You know, so that might be, it might be three o'clock in the morning in Singapore, but it's, um, you know, it's eight hours earlier here in the UK. And so I don't, I don't let, I don't let where I am determine the value that I can add. And that's something I really learned. In fact, a few years ago, at Global Leadership Summit from um, a guy called John Maxwell, real leadership guru, love his work. Mm -hmm. But he said, you know, his mission and, and it should be ours too, is to add value to one person every day. And, and I think that's something I, I just try and live it out. You know, I'm not superhuman. I'm not some extraordinary guy. I'm just an ordinary guy trying to do some extraordinary things because I know of who lives in me. And, and I, and I kind of use that as the fuel. Add for, value going on. to yeah. one person every day. Yeah. That's a big challenge. So, uh, and I'm going to put you on the spot now. Sure. So it's uh, Monday evening. We're mm -hmm. recording this. Who did you add value to today? Wow, that's a, another great question. Look, I, I'm, I'm meeting uh, new people at work uh, all the time. Uh, we're onboarding uh, new people in our industry. Look, we're a growth sector for, for recruitment. Um, and there was a new staff member that I met um, just earlier today who joined one of our teams. So I was able to give them a bit of an outline of who we are as a business, but more about how I can help them. So mm. it's all about putting them in a place of empowerment but just saying you're not alone, right? You don't have to go and fight this fight on your own. And so, yeah, I'd, I'd say it was one of my my newest colleagues uh, who I added value to today. So, so you're in all these different time zones. You're trying to prioritize mm. people. You're trying yep. to make yourself available. What does a typical day look like so that you can connect with God, make yeah. yourself available to Him? How do you how do you structure that in your day? Because your days must vary a lot. So, yeah. so how how do you build that rhythm? How do you maintain that rhythm? Yeah, look, building it is one thing and maintaining it, I think, Alan, is, is entirely different. I think building it comes from habits. Uh, there are a couple of really key habits that we, um, we, when I talk about we, I talk about my wife, Marianne, and I. Uh, a couple of habits that we try and instill every day. We wake up, we pray. It's the first thing. Even before the light gets switched on, when the alarm goes off, we're going, dear Jesus, thank you for today. And, and we just spend uh, a few minutes uh, in prayer for the things of the day, but for each other for our family, for people around us who we know might have need, etc. So the uh, first thing we pray, all right, and we start with gratitude. I think those are those are two kind of key principles, I'd say, are one of those early habits. Then later in the day, uh, for example, if I'm uh, in another time zone, I might be walking to the office. Uh, I'll always have on uh, my phone, I've got an app which plays some internet radio from uh, from America, some Christian radio from America. And is, I that just is that Caleb? Is that going to? You know, it is. It is Caleb. <laughs> yeah, I really look. I'm a real Caleb fan. You know, some real contemporary stuff, the latest worship tracks, uh, and, and and latest artists. But I think that the thing that I get out of that is that that's where the rhythm comes, because I know that even in my preparation, getting to work, and the kind of work I do is really hectic and it's fast moving, but. In my preparation for that, that habit allows me just to kind of center myself uh, for the day. It allow, in fact, in a sense, I treat it as a devotion time because I know that while my spirit is worshiping, I'm actually taking stuff in. It's almost like I, as I'm giving to God, He's He's just filling me. So it's like, okay, Tony, I got you back today. And and honestly, the confidence that I get from that, uh, Alan, I, for all the people that I mentor, particularly the workplace mentoring that I do, uh, if they are people of faith, and many of them are, 
But if they're people of faith, I talk about what we call the unfair advantage. You need to understand we, we've got someone bigger behind us, right? We've got someone who's got our back. And so from that perspective, uh, really trying to live that out. Those are just a couple of habits early morning that kind of set the rhythm and the tone for the day. Wow. That's uh, you set the bar high there for, for the guys <laughs> listening. So, so we talked about building those habits yeah. for, for men who are listening to this thinking, my goodness, I'm so far away from that. I might as well just give up. Because that's no, the risk, right? Yeah. You know, you look at the mountain, you've talked about climbing yeah. the north face of the Eiger. You look at that face and, and I've skied under it. I know what it looks like. Mm. Um, it's pretty intimidating. Mm. And what you just said could be intimidating to some people. How do yeah. you then start on that journey? What, what, what's the basic start to that? Yeah, wow, Alan, I know the answer to this. And it's a great question. And here's the encouragement that I can give to anybody listening, to all the guys listening. Do this one thing. Just take one step. Now, I've been in the bottom of some really deep and dark valleys, but even while I've been at the bottom of those deep, deeps and darkest valleys, uh, I can tell you this. All you've got to do is look to the summit. You've got to look to where you're aiming to get to, and I believe that if you take one step in that direction, it's one step you're better off. Don't look down. Don't look down at the ground. Don't look down in the valley. Look up. You know, there's a whole lot of spiritual truths, but there are also some very practical ones. And you've been in valleys uh, yourself, you know, the metaphoric ones and the and the real valleys where you're climbing in a crevice. But the fact is, if you keep looking up, you're going to understand where your objective is. And at the end of the day, you said, well, I'm setting the bar high. No, no, no. I'm still at the bottom of a valley. <laughs> and I know that I've got to get higher. So uh, my advice and my encouragement would you do this. Just take the first step. Take one step up the side of the valley, and one step up towards the goal, and you're you're at least that step further forward than than where you were. Don't dwell in the valley. You know we've we've got yeah. set set your sights on the summit, and then of course in that sense you, you, we could um, translate it and say, well, set your sights on Jesus because that's that's who He is. He's in the heavens and He's watching over you. But actually, just set your sights on Him and take one step closer to Him. I think that's what it's all about. I yeah. wouldn't say try and you know, there's this African saying, how would you eat an elephant? And they say, they say, do it one mouthful at a time. Look, the fact is, life is meant to be lived one moment at a time, one step at a time. So don't look at, don't look at the big picture mission and say, oh, I've got to be at Everest. Because the fact is, that's not attainable to, to everybody. So what you've got to do is just take one step. Oh, hang on, but I'm one step better off and so yeah. on. So, yeah. yeah, good place to start. So, so we've just got a couple of minutes left. Sure. Um, one of the scriptures we've been looking at um, as a church, uh, and it came up in today's prayer and fasting um, email, was mm -hmm. from Luke 10. Uh, After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them out two by two ahead of him to every town and place where he was about to go. And that's about the sent. That's about being mm. sent out. Um, but, I, you know, I, not everybody's traveling. OK, so not everybody's mm. kind of pairing up and traveling. So I've got a couple of thoughts there. One is. Uh, who are you paired up with? I mean, you've already mentioned mm. Marianne. Um, you know, for me, that kind of pairing up thing is really important. That we're not expected to go it alone. So, so mm. having somebody alongside us is really important. And the second thing is, not everybody's traveling around the world. You know, so what does being sent mean mm. um, for the man who's just going to be working from home today? <laughs> right. Might not even be talking to anybody. He might just be sitting in his home office, getting on with some admin, or he yeah. might be the guy who's just going out to do some gardening today, or the guy who's walking a dog today i mean what yeah. what is it that's not necessarily going into foreign countries yeah. or into new new places yeah 
Yeah. Um, look, Alan, uh, frankly, and it's really very simple, I think you need to understand, and it's something I've learned over time, and I'll try and unpack it as quickly as I can. But I think what you need to understand is that uh, God's blessing is upon us wherever we are. It's uh, whether we stay or whether we go. Now, let me tell you a quick story about staying and going. Um, wow, 12, 13 years ago, I was um, offered an executive job in another country. And um, we, oh, well, man, we prayed about it. We went and visited. We tried to look for all the right reasons because we believed we'd be blessed if we went, right? And interestingly, we made a decision to stay because of a number of kind of factors that we were wrestling with at the time, or at least having to deal with at the time. Uh, but a number of factors caused us to cause me to make a decision to stay. And let me tell you what followed the year that followed that saw the most unbelievable blessing here where we were. Yeah, we stayed in the UK. We came across the most unbelievable blessing. Um, my father-in-law came to know Jesus. Uh, him, my mom-in-law, and our daughter all got baptized uh, on the same day. Um, honestly, that kind of breakthrough wouldn't have necessarily been accessible mm -hmm. to us, and we wouldn't have maybe been able to enjoy that mm -hmm. had we have gone. And and we thought going was the blessing, but actually staying turned out to be the blessing. And of course, we've had we had a second experience of that only two years later. Again, another international business opportunity. We decided, or it had always been my dream to go, but we decided to stay. And honestly, the blessing that followed um, is a testament to God's goodness. I'm not saying it's mm. anything we did. It was mm. just because we committed ourselves to him and we allowed ourselves to understand this concept that we're blessed whether we stay, we're blessed whether we go. Please, don't let anybody listening to this think that the word sent means you have to go somewhere. Because actually, if God's blessing rests upon you, what that sent really could mean is, you could have influence just where you are. Mm. You could have influence with your neighbors, your community, your work colleagues, you know, all that sort of thing. So be blessed. Be blessed where you are. Don't have to, you don't have to travel like I do, certainly. <laughs> so you left us some, uh, given us some great thoughts today. Um, what one thing do you want to leave with the guys? What's your closing comment for this podcast? Wow. Um, just look to Jesus, honestly. Um, the kind of challenges I think that everyone faces right now, you know, we've got economic uh, cha challenges around around the world. There's a climate crisis. There's, you know, there's all sorts of things that might shift our focus and all sorts of things that might want our attention. You know, we think about all the other challenges of the day, social media, you know, things that men wrestle with, right? Porn, for example, there are all sorts of things that will take our attention away from mm. Jesus. Let's turn our eyes back to the cross. Mm. That's the one thing I'd leave with the with the, the guys listening today. I'd just say, turn your eyes to Jesus. Just understand that he's for you and that there's no way that you can run, that you can outrun his love. You can't. Uh, my, my challenge to you is accept it. Accept his love mm. uh, and just see what he'll do through you. You'll be amazed, honestly. Tony, thank you so much for your time on this podcast episode. And uh, you have added value to more than one person today through this awesome. recording. So thank you so much. Uh, be blessed in all your travels. Uh, we pray you have some amazing encounters. You can come back in and tell us about them another time. Indeed. Thanks, Alan. Thanks for having me. Take care. That's it for this Ascend Men podcast. If you've enjoyed this content, please share it with a mate. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts. Together, we are stronger.